neutral corner. In the neutral corner. Hey, welcome. You're in the neutral corner. I'm RJ Summerlin, and uh, I am reporting from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, yeah, this episode, man, I'm going to do a preview of the big fights tonight. Um, you know, Roy Jones Jr. is fighting Anthony Pettis. Vitor Belfort is fighting Jacare Souza. Uh, Jose Aldo fighting Jeremy Stevens. And the list goes on. Um, <clears throat> it's a very exciting event, dude. I've been a part of it in the production. Um, I've also been given media privileges as well. So, man, that's been really, really cool. Um, it's been amazing. And it's been an, uh, a great experience up here. They flew me out uh, to set the ring up. And... They, you know, have some union guys here, about four guys, uh, help me set the ring up. And, you know, I was stressed about that because I've never done anything like that before. And so I was, you know, really kind of walking into the unknown of what I was allowed to do and what I wasn't allowed to do. And um, I was able to do my thing, you know, and be able to do what I know how to do. And it went really smoothly. And... uh the ring looks great, if I don't say so myself. But y'all will see later on this evening. Um, yeah, I'm super excited for this event. The uh, people I've gotten to see and I've gotten to meet are amazing, you know. And uh, uh, I got to interview a, UFC, a former UFC fighter. She's fighting tonight, Gina uh, Mazzani, and she's fighting Pearl Gonzalez. Uh, that fight, I think, is going to be a banger. And I think that uh, a lot of people are, you know, kind of sleeping on that one. And that one, I think, is going to be more exciting than you think. Really, this whole card. You know, I've been seeing some comments, you know, of people kind of hating on the the whole Anthony Pettis, Roy Jones Jr. thing or like, Jose Aldo boxing Jeremy Stevens, Jacques Ray Souza boxing Vitor Belfort, two UFC women, Pearl Gonzalez boxing um, Gina Mazzani, uh, and the list goes on. Joe Riggs boxing a former UFC guy from Brazil. You know, uh, MMA people boxing each other, but the reality is, man, is this is the sport that we do, and this is the sport that they do, and this is how they make a living is fighting. And if you're, you know, offered a good amount of money to go do something and it's something that you love, I don't understand why people hate on it so much. I don't understand the, oh, Roy must need the money. Like, dude, why do you show up to work on Monday? Do you show up because you love, you know, doing whatever it is you're doing? Do you, you show up on Monday and just like, yeah, I don't really need to be here because I don't. Ha I can afford not to be here, but I'm, I'm gonna scan these groceries anyway, or I'm gonna click away on this computer and you know manage whatever it is that you're doing for your job. No, of course you're doing it for money because money helps life go on. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is a capitalist country, and this that's what happens, man. So why hate on them, especially if. Especially if you're like, you know, able to make a good amount of money doing it. Why hate on these people?
Oh, because you're not in that position. Because life doesn't stop for everybody after their heyday. So Roy was the dominant, the most dominant fighter, <clears throat> especially in the 1990s, all the way up to 2003. World class, no one could touch him. Multiple weight classes couldn't touch him. Multiple contenders, right? The best ever. Then he loses a few. And everybody turns their backs on him. Not everybody, but you know what I mean. I'm more, you know what I mean. How the sport game is in general. And then, okay, now he's a has-been and he should stop and he shouldn't be doing it. Why? He's been doing it his whole life. You know, he did great up until a point to where then after that, maybe age caught up with him. Maybe outside things caught up with him. This is just, I'm using Roy as an example, but this is just basically copy-paste for any fighter that fights after their peak time. It's a thing that we love to do. I'm still fighting and wanting to fight, and I'm a father of four with a beautiful family and a beautiful fiancé that I have to help with, with you know, uh, fatherly duties and husbandly duties and things like that. Like, I'm doing all of that, but I still want to fight. Are you telling me I'm a has-been? No, man, I'm a person. I'm a human being. I have a life. I have passions. I have goals, and I have things like that. So if Roy Jones Jr. at 54 feels like he can do it and wants to fight Anthony Pettis at 34 or 35 or however old Anthony Pettis is, let him do it, dude. Especially if they're, especially if Roy's going to make some money. Why does it matter if Roy has one dollar in the bank account and he's fighting for however much they're paying? And I'm sure, if, I'm sure they're paying Roy a good amount of money. I'm sure they're paying Pettis a good amount of money, you know. So, it, it, why does it matter? Okay, we'll we'll use we'll say two million, right? I don't know, but that's a fun number for me. Two million. I literally have no idea how much any of these guys are being paid. That's not my area um, of concern as far as like the actual number, I just know that they're being paid well. You know, this event is on the up and up. The budget of this event was outrageous. And I know that they're being paid well. I just don't know any numbers. So it's all guessing. It's all guesstimation. But it's fun for me to use the word use the word two millions because it makes me sound cool. So anyways, say Roy they're like, hey, we want you to fight Anthony Pettis, be two million dollars, whatever. And say Roy has a dollar in his bank account. He goes, okay, I'll do it. Say Roy has $30 million in the bank account, and he says, okay, I'll do it. What's the difference? The man wants to do it. The man's passionate about what he does and what made him the money that he does have. People are, oh, you guys, sometimes, not you guys, not my listeners, because my listeners are smarter. That's why you're here. But... Boxing fans, combat sports fans in general, man, they, they just really irk my nerves sometimes because everything's about the wrong things. Fighting is about having the courage it takes, having the, the gall and the, the balls to step into the ring against another man who has trained to beat you specifically and see who has what it takes. Who's the smarter fighter? Who's the more powerful fighter? Who's the brute? Who's the slickster? You know, like all those different things. And all you guys care about is, is like, what did he do with his money? What, 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 did, what did he do with his money? Oh, 
Roy's fighting and is 54. He must have done some bad with his money. Or, or he just loves to do it. Just because you hate going to your job does not mean that someone like Anthony Pettis hates going to his job. Oh, Anthony Pettis is an MMA guy. Why is he even boxing? This is so stupid. Who asked for this matchup? I don't know if anybody really asked for it, to be honest. But when I saw it, I'm like, okay, that's cool as shit, man. That's like a it's like a matchup we didn't know that we wanted. Right? Like that's something that we didn't really know that we wanted and we saw it and we're like, dude, okay, that might actually be that might actually be pretty interesting to watch. Jeremy Stevens and Jose Aldo, like, oh, okay. You know, that's a matchup I didn't think I wanted to see again, but like, actually, yeah. Especially if you've watched any of the hype videos for these guys and like the training videos, the Jeremy Stevens one. Man, I'm telling you, like, that one's going to be good. There's something else that I think is going to be interesting because we have locals and we're going to, you're going to see a, a, a bunch of different styles in this uh, event tonight, and I'm really excited about that. One of the things I think that you're going to notice, this is just my prediction, is that you'll notice who are boxers and you'll notice who are MMA fighters. And I think that the MMA fighters that are boxing each other is probably going to be some pretty entertaining matchups because – Boxers are known for taking some rounds, one, two, three, depending on how many rounds the fight is, to register, to see your reactions, to warm up, to whatever. And MMA fighters usually are going to go in there and just start throwing at each other. Not saying that they don't know what they're doing, but it's in my experience that MMA fighters, when they come to box, are more aggressive every time. And boxers are usually the ones that are sitting back, kind of reading things, kind of reacting to things. And the MMA guys are the ones that are trying to come in, you know, and try to get in there. And So it, it, it's going to be fun. And watching two MMA fighters that are going to go in there and just both be walking forward, it's going to be a pretty cool event to watch, I feel like. Um, so, man, I don't have a list with me because I'm doing this recording on my phone. But I'm going to go ahead and make some predictions. I do believe that I think it's Daniel Wynn. She's the one, the one, the chick that uh, did the bare knuckle boxing or the bare knuckle MMA. I think she's going to win. She's just, she is feisty. She is violent. And uh, yeah, I think she's going to, I think she's going to get the win on that one. Um, Kate Howell versus uh Wingate, I think his name's Christopher, but I'm not 100% sure. Like I said, I don't have the list in front of me because um, I just found some time, you know, doing all this stuff, you know, setting the ring up and helping out with the production and the event to be able to come in here and do a quick podcast for you guys. So I wanted to get a prediction out today. Um, but uh, I think Kate Howell's going to win, and I think he's going to win in two. Uh, it's a rematch from their last fight. Uh, and Cade was hammering him with some body shots. I think this guy's going to come out, and uh, he's either, I mean, I know this is kind of stupid to say, but he's either going to be really aggressive trying to get Cade back, 
or he's also or he's going to remember what happened and then he's going to be pretty shy. But either way, I think Cade gets it done in two. Let's see who else was fighting. Um, Gina Mazzani versus Pearl Gonzalez. I think that fight is going to be super, super exciting. Um, I think it is a sleeper. I think that, you know, it's going to be tougher and scrappier than what people realize, you know. So, and, uh, you know, I think... I think Pearl has a, a really good chance, but I think Gina has a chance too. You know, I, I haven't seen any any clips of Gina boxing, but Pearl versus Gina, I think honestly, I, I'll probably go with Gina. Um, I think that they're both going to be aggressive. So I just don't know. You know, that was a toss them up. I, I, Pearl could just as easily win. You know, but. Gina, from what I've seen of her UFC fights, is a volume a volume puncher. So let's, you know. Uh, Dylan Kleckler versus Josh Burns. You guys already know my prediction for that one. Okay? So we don't even have to go there, really. I mean, we all know I think Dylan's going to knock him out. And uh, it might go around. But definitely, I think he'll knock him out by three. Um... I just don't think uh, Dylan hits incredibly hard, and I know Josh hits incredibly hard too. So, you know, but I just think you can see it in Dylan's eyes. There's a difference, you know, like when they were staring off yesterday, you could see Josh's eyes, and they really were full of doubt. And, uh, you know, I, I think that Dylan's just going to go in there, and I think he's going to. He's going to overwhelm this guy. Um, Devin Cushing fighting Daniel Martinez. I think that's his name. I'm actually not sure what his name is, to be honest with you. <clears throat> Again, I wish I had the list, but you already know I think Devin's going to go out there and dominate. I think Devin's going to use that lightning-fast southpaw jab. I think he's going to set something up, and I think he's going to knock him out. And I think he's going to knock him out with a... Uh, with either a left uh with either a left body shot or a right uppercut. That's what I'm calling. It might be the sixth round. Or it might be the uh we'll say fourth round. Fourth or fifth round when that happens. And uh let's see, what else? What else? What else? Um you know, uh Joe Riggs is fighting a guy that uh, I can't remember his name, but he's from the UFC. Or he is a UFC veteran, former LFA champion. And he um he came painted up as the Joker and stuff. And I think Joe Riggs probably get that done. Uh Joe Riggs, tough dude, tough Southpaw, fifty MMA fights, just just challenged for the BKFC world title. Tough dude. And I think um, you know, I think that he's always game and he's a he's gonna get it done. All right, so Jeremy Stevens and Jose Jose Aldo. Honestly, I can't tell you that I don't think Stevens could bring the upset, dude. I mean, Aldo is fast. Aldo's quick. 
He's got a lightning jab as well. And uh, the first time they matched up, you know, Aldo dropped Jeremy with a good body shot. But, like, the kicks aren't there in this fight. The takedown threat's not there. And I think Jeremy can just go out there and just go balls to the wall and very possibly win this one. Um, I am going to go against the grain, dude, and I'm going to go ahead and predict Jeremy. I love Aldo. I got a picture with Aldo. I wanted to get an interview with him, but the interview process has been a little weird, right? Because I'm a fighter myself, and I know how I feel weighing in. I know how I feel after weigh-ins. And, you know, like Pettis and all them, they had their family and their kids around. I know how I feel when I have my kids around. And, you know, so, like, I'm trying to do it in a way that's respectful. And there was an incident yesterday with Aldo that was really funny. I wanted to get a picture with him, and his teammate was like rude as shit to him, not me. His teammate was like, yeah, get a picture. And his teammate went up to him and like hit him on the shoulder and was like, picture. And then Aldo was in the middle of a conversation. And I was like, no, 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 not right now. Like, bro, let him finish talking. I was just over here waiting on the side. So Aldo looked at me like, dude, really? And then took a picture with me. It was super cool about it. And then I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, w I was trying to wait. And he was like, oh, no problem, no problem. But at first, dude... I was like, oh, God. <laughs> um, but the interview thing, he doesn't speak English, like, very well at all. So I don't have an interpreter. That's a lot to handle for my small little podcast right now. And um, so th that's that. Um, Jacques Array, and then Jeremy Stevens, I just haven't seen him very much, you know? Like, like I said, I haven't seen him very much. Like, he hasn't... You know, um, <clears throat> you know, because I've been I was setting up the ring when they were doing the early morning weigh-ins, so I didn't get to see him there. And then I did see him at the weigh-ins here, but like as soon as he weighed in, he was gone. He left. He didn't give a fuck. So, um, anyway, Jacques Ray Souza versus Vitor Belfort. Um, I think Jacques Ray for the upset. I think everybody thinks that Vitor is a striker and he's going to come in and do it. And I just think that uh, I think people are going to be shocked by Jacare. I don't know why. It's just, you know, just a feeling, man. Just just, just a feeling, dude. Um, also, I want to note that both those dudes are big as fuck. And uh, they're 85ers. So, like, huh, what? Yeah. They are big as shit, both of them. Um, you know, Vitor did just like Blitzkrieg, a 60-year-old Evander Holyfield, but I think Jacare being younger can probably withstand that. And then, you know, honestly, Jacare looks so much longer. I don't know if he really is, but he looks longer and... uh. I think that Jacare has the ability to just, you know, upset Vitor, you know. Uh, so I'm going to pick him just because it's fun to be for the underdog sometimes. I've been an underdog many times, and and uh, so it's always fun to side with them. And lastly, Roy Jones Jr. versus Anthony Showtime Pettis. Listen, guys, youth versus experience, that's what this is. Because the experience that Anthony has 
is from MMA, and I am telling you 100%, it is a different ball game. That does not mean at all that Anthony can't catch Roy. Any man can get caught any night. The GOAT himself has said that. But Roy is motivated. I was able to speak with him last night, and uh, we were able to you know, talk for a little while, and I can tell he is motivated. He is excited for it. And, dude, he really looks in great shape. Great shape. It's amazing. And I know the man personally, like, pretty well. And I know for a fact that man has never and will never touch the stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you can tell when you talk to him and his thing, like, just... My man looks great, and he's all natty. And Anthony, Anthony looks great. My man, he was 198 pounds or 199 pounds. He had a freaking six-pack. Anthony looks fantastic. It's going to be a great thing. Anthony's going to be in phenomenal shape. But Roy's been boxing since before Anthony was born. You know, like, it's just... Roy's been boxing as long as Anthony's been alive. Isn't that crazy? Even Roy's 54. If Anthony was 34, if Anthony was 35, if Anthony was 36, Roy would still have been boxing. Roy's been boxing since he was like four years old. So unless Anthony was 50, <laughs> then... You know, he Roy has literally been boxing longer than Anthony has been alive. Let that sink in. So age is a factor, and it's youth versus experience. What can Roy's experience bring to the table? Roy is a smart, smart man. It is it is so crazy. And the fans love to hate, but I'm telling you now, one of the most, the most genuine man I've ever met in my life, and the 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 single best mind for boxing. You know, like he's better than Floyd Mayweather, because he took the chances and risks and things like that that Floyd didn't, and he fought people when they were at the best when Floyd didn't. Floyd is the mastermind of the business side of boxing and defensive proudness. I'm not saying Floyd's not one of the best ever, but Roy Jones Jr. is the best ever because he was doing all the same shit Floyd was doing and knocking people dead. And he was taking the hard fights, and he challenged himself, and he did the hard things. He didn't drain folks down. He went and met them at their weight. He didn't drain someone down like Floyd did to Canelo and... Canelo just fought at 75, and fucking Floyd drained him down to, what was it, like 54? Maybe it was even lower, or maybe maybe it might have been lower than that. Maybe he was a 54, and he drained him down to 47. That's what it was. Yeah, dude, come on, bro. But it's smart. Either which way. I'm signing with Roy. I'm a Pensacola boy for life. I love the town of Milwaukee. It's a beautiful town. I've walked... So much, dude. On my just just on my own, 
willpower. Ubers or Ubers, Lyfts, all that stuff, super cheap. They're everywhere around here. But just walking down the alleys and seeing the skyscrapers and seeing just the infrastructure here and the architecture, it's amazing, and I love it. But I'm a Pensacola boy, born, raised, and I'm supporting Pensacola all the way. Roy Jones Jr. is bringing it home, and I think he stops Anthony with a body shot in the, they're going eight, I think he does it in the seventh round. I think it happens quicker than you guys, or I think Roy is still quicker than you guys give him credit for and than you guys think. So, other than that, um, we're at 25 minutes, and um, I'm really excited because I went over everything. You know, I think Dylan Kleckler is going to win for Pensacola. I think Devin Cushing is going to win for Pensacola. I think Cade Howell is going to win for Pensacola. And um, I'm super excited to be here. It has been a blessing. I've gotten to meet so many great people. I got to meet Duke Rufus again. I got to meet Vitor Belfort. I got to meet Jacare Souza. I got to meet all these different folks. Um, and it has been so, you know, such an honor and such a wild ride. And I cannot wait for tonight. I cannot wait to do a, you know, a review of this event and give you my thoughts and my uh, concerns and things like that. But for now, that is all. Thank you guys so much. Tune in on pay-per-view. Everywhere that there is a pay-per-view, you can get it. It's I think it's 50 bucks. And then also, UFC Fight Pass has it. The prelims will be aired on UFC Fight Pass. I want you to go and like, subscribe, follow on, you know, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, respectively, In The Neutral Corner. I went ahead and changed my YouTube name to In The Neutral Corner. So go ahead, guys. Like, follow, subscribe. You've been In The Neutral Corner with RJ Summerlin. Thank you, guys. Godspeed.